Welcome to pa Peculiar, Peculiar Northwest. <laughs> I mean, you'll edit this, right? <laughs> I hate when people say that. <laughs> okay, so I am Sandy, and you are. I am Sam, and we're best friends. We're besties. Forever. And also very annoying. Yeah. Yes. We've been friends since eighth grade, so it's coming up on our 20-year anniversary. Yep. And we're weirdos. We like um, everything weird, true crime, ghost stories, supernatural things, pretty much everything mm -hmm. that's not normal. That's so normal. It's very normal. Well, and we love podcasts. We do. We love podcasts. So we have decided to... Of course, start our own podcast, mm -hmm. and we're going to touch on some fun things that we heard about growing up, um, things that are happening now, and today we are going to start with a little bit of true crime. Yeah. Specific to the Northwest. Yes, everything's going to be specific to the Northwest. Hopefully specific to Oregon. We should say and Pacific. And just lower Washington. Pacific. Because we're on the Pacific? Because we're on the Pacific. Everything is Pacific to the specific Northwest. <laughs> um, today we are going to be talking about a couple of, well, a big murder and a lesser known murder that happened within a mile-ish of each other, mm -hmm. two miles of each other. Six years apart, but they're still pretty good murders. And I'm going to talk about my favorite murder of all time, which is today because it happened behind my house growing up in 1988. Um, first, I'm going to talk about what I heard about this murder growing up. It is titled The Ghost of Snake Hill or The, Kill, the Murder of Snake Hill, depending on if we're talking about the ghost story or the real story. Is it really called Snake Hill? So we'll get we'll get into that. Okay, I'll, okay. I'll talk about that because this is one I've never heard of. So I moved to Oregon. I lived in Washington until I was thirteen and moved down here. So this yes. happened before I even moved. So right. I, I haven't heard of this one. Yes. So this would be uh, nineteen eighty eight. Um, I think that we had to have just moved into this house when it happened, or briefly after, because I thought we lived there when I was a tiny, tiny baby, but maybe not. Um, so spring, summertime, 1988, there was a murder on Snake Hill. Let me just talk about Snake Hill for a second. I don't know why it's called Snake Hill. It's actually a big, just like a forested hill in like a subdivision of Springfield, Oregon. And it is a sub-utility and e-web utility mm. hill. Like there's a water filtration plant and stuff. It's just a big forested area. Um, we call it Snake Hill because we were told that when they found this girl on Snake Hill, snakes were coming no! in, were coming in I, and out of her eyes. I, now, uh, who started this theory? I don't know, but that's why we knew it as Snake Hill. That's terrifying. I know. So growing up, there was always the ghost of Snake Hill. And it was a story <laughs> that we all told each other. And I mean, basically just tried to scare each other. We would, you know... I saw the ghost last night. Oh, you know, just trying to freak each other out. Whether or not we really did, who knows. But it was creepy AF. And I'm terrified. I know. You didn't tell me anything okay, about I know. This. I wanted it to be a surprise so okay. that we could, you could, you know, just so it would be first-hand blaming first, about this. I hate snakes more than anything. I know. 
but that's why. So there were, I think there were some teenagers in our cul-de-sac. Well, I know there were, they must've been the ones who just kind of slowly filtered this story to us. Cause I mean, I was like two when it happened. Yeah. And, and then Chris is older and Chris is older, but I mean, we were, you know, Chris is Sam's sister. Yeah. So basically, uh, the story we heard was that this girl was murdered on snake Hill, which again was right behind my house. And it was a, some sort of satanic ritual. Um, they put a board over her neck and they seesawed on it <gasps> until she choked to death. This is what I heard as a kid, okay? Or growing up, this is how we knew the story to go. And so the ghost would come around and she had a messed up neck. Like, her, she had like a hole in her neck and, you know, she was all flowing and whatnot like ghosts do when you're a kid. And you know? snake legs. And, and snakes crawling in and out of her eyes, you know. Picture it. So that's what we always heard. And it was two guys, um, two high school age kids. So I didn't know much about it. Recently, I've kind of remembered this story and just decided, you know what? It's time to actually research this story so I could see the difference of what I heard growing up to what actually happened. And we always knew that there was a, if you guys remember the old show, Hard Copy. There was a hard copy episode about it, which I could not find. However, I did find an episode of another 90s crime show called um, Confessions of a Crime, which was pretty good. Um, on YouTube? No, it was on Amazon Prime, actually. What? Okay. Yeah. So, like, legit. Legit. And this specific episode was titled Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> which was hilarious. So, I'm researching this and reading about what happened to this girl. She was killed on this hill. Um, these two boys, uh, Jason Wayne Rose and John Jones. John Jones was 17 and Jason was 20. They met this girl. Trouble right there. Trouble right there. All. She had moved down from Seattle to get away from a rough lifestyle. So Jones w was a friend of one Melissa Meyer. Um, they met, I want to say, like, Eugene Mall. So downtown Eugene used to be called the Eugene Mall, and it had some stores, but basically it was just where a bunch of street kids and homeless people hung out. It was called the Eugene Mall? It was called the Eugene Mall. Like were, Broadway? Yeah, there was a bunch of stores. There was department stores and stuff. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because oh, I God, thought it was good. just VRC no. and Gateway back then. Right. VRC was around. Gateway was not around yet. Okay. Um, and so the Eugene Mall, it's where everyone hung out, and a whole bunch of, you know, street kids and homeless people still hang out there, but it's a little different now. Now They're it's just cool a bunch of restaurants though. and bars it's getting and nicer. tech companies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so much nicer. So back in the day, it was actually a mall. There were um, departments, I want to say... Um, was she 20? Montgomery Wards like was down there. John Jones? Because he's the older one. Um, Jason Wayne Rose was 20 and John Jones... Okay, the 17-year-old. Was 17. So like, they're like yeah. in high school still. And I think she was 17 or 18. Okay. And they were in high school still. Um... So somehow they got her to come. I don't think they kidnapped her because they knew her. I think she just came into the woods with them willingly, which these woods were not close to the Eugene Mall, by the way. Um, this this happened all in Springfield, probably, you know, 15, 10 miles away or so. I know. I, so I don't know about the murder. You're telling me this yeah. fresh. But I know the area and there was... There's housing developments that have then been developed. That yes, were over. They were not there before. At and all. now... So, so it was pretty, like, desolate. It was. It was just, like... Our subdivision, and then this hill right there, and then a bunch of fields. Um, so they took her up there. They drank. They had a bonfire. They 
um, choked her out, and then they proceeded to kill her by, well, Jones hit her in the head with a machete at some point. What? Right, but the machete was not sharp enough, so it didn't, like, chop her head off. I don't and know so you found out this, like, these facts out as yes. an adult. This, yeah, this is, is like, me real. just learning about this. And Ugh. so so she had some head wounds, and then they officially killed her by placing a long, round, wooden, like, spear across her neck, and they stood on both they sides. They did teeter-totter they, on it. Until she died. So and they said was... for about, like, I think they said for 15 or 20 minutes before, until they knew she was dead. And then they had also been choking her out before this, like, with his arm. I think it was... Rose that did that. He choked her out with his arm for another like 20 minutes, but she didn't die. So they like literally tortured her. It was crazy. And you can, if you watch the episode, the Dungeons and Dragons episode on Amazon Prime. Oh, I'm going to. You can actually, they take them up into the woods and do a reenactment Mm -hmm. to like show them how they committed this crime. Is it here? Did they come here to do it or no? Yeah, it was in the woods. No, but like the episode. Did they do yes. it here? Yeah, because no, they didn't. It has um, it has a bunch of it has um interviews with with um like the prosecutor and stuff. Oh so, my gosh! Yeah, it was pretty crazy. That's really vile for like kids. To, yes, like when uh-huh. we were talking about this, the like the satanic panic was like yes. the thing. So the it, it was happening. It's probably the my same mom time. wouldn't even let my sisters watch the labyrinth exactly, which because of Bowie that's and she good, was like. Just yes, things like yeah. that in Dungeons and Dragons. And so, like, this is actually feeding into it. When right. most of those things had nothing to do with so, it. So, basically, this was, for them, a human sacrifice. They were worshipping the devil. Um, and we all know that you can say things are Satanism, but it's a whole thing. They killed this girl in the name of, I think, Antioch from Dungeons and Dragons. Like, actually. Legit worshipping a god from Dungeons and Dragons. Right. And I believe Rose somehow appealed something in when he was in jail, got out of doing something because he said that it was in direct conflict with his religion, which was Dungeons and Dragons. I didn't get, I didn't, I couldn't find that article. I just had like saw something in a comment and I was like, I need to find this, but I couldn't. And that was recently. That was like yeah. 2007. So um, let me just tell you another thing that happened that like same weekend in Santa Clara, which is about 10 miles from this. Oh, Santa Eugene. Clara, Eugene. Eugene, yes. Not like Santa Clara, California. Another girl was reported missing and found within like a day of reported missing. Her name was Candace, and she was found in a heavily wooded area choked to death. Oh. However, they never found her killer, and they cleared those two of her killing. Okay. Which, who knows why or how, but I mean, it, it might literally... might have had a lot of like graphic evidence that didn't right that they didn't say anything about and her killer has not been found to this day very weird um so they were actually before they caught these guys they were thinking that it could be the work of the green river killer because it was kind of matched his mo and it matched the area by the river too so it's right next so there's a boat launch by the yes the utility board water filter yes and the boat launches for the mckenzie river mckenzie river yes yeah so they um but then they, like, got together with the task force of the Green River Killer, and apparently they were like, no, no, this does not fit. So that was quickly let out. Um, I, from what it sounded like, um, one of, or both of the guys, their girlfriends flipped on them and told the police that they killed this girl. And that's how they found out. They had already ran to Arizona, and they were living in so Arizona. They left, Oregon, they left Oregon. So they were actually caught in Arizona and extradited back here. Did they get life? 
Um, I'm gonna get to okay, this. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so apparently, Jason Wayne Rose was the mastermind behind this. These, by the way, these guys are legit off their rockers. He was the mastermind you behind it, to. so he got like life plus twenty five or something. He got he'll be in jail forever. Um, and I think he and he's he I think he's exhausted his appeals. I'm not sure, but he was able to not get the he got the death penalty, but traded some info to not have the death penalty. Mm-hmm. One of those things. Um, and then John Jones did not get life in jail. What? He got 25 years and he was let out last year. Yes. He (gasps) currently resides in Eugene, Oregon. And according to some things I read by people that know him now is he got married. I totally goosebumps. Full body chills. Full body body chills. A shout out to our favorite. Junkies. Uh, (laughs) Um, He got married in prison and um, as soon as he got out, they got divorced because apparently he was like cheating on her in jail. I don't know. Whatever. And also, I know she, you sh- have those prison letters. I know. Sam. You should. <laughs> and then apparently he's real into like bloodletting and the occult, and she was just not down Still, with it. And she has a so daughter. So it wasn't just and was this like, like weird, creepy yeah, adolescent thing. No. This is like a true like following for these them? men would have been serial killers had they not been caught oh right God. away. First um, of all, that's a like that's one of the most gruesome acts I've heard in general. Oh, it's cr- but isn't that like, crazy? Like, who told me as a child about was, this? It's Snake Hill's your and backyard, was, and and Snake Hill is literally my backyard. Like, I'll post some photos of Snake Hill. It's a little, it looks a little different now than it did, but um, yeah, it's pretty crazy that it, I it, it lines up it totally being known in your neighborhood. Right, and the story goes that a kid up on Snake Hill, because we used to go up there and mess around, and our parents would get all mad at yeah. us for messing around. Which turns out it's because it's you know private property. We shouldn't be up there. Um. But um, a kid found her when her body was stuffed into the into like the base of a tree, and there was a tree that was like hollowed out. So we always said that's where that's she was. The tree. Yeah, that's the tree. But we don't know if really that was. Wouldn't it be terrifying if it was actually? The it might have been. I mean, this is, isn't like a it's, huge no, area. It's, yeah, it's like. Um. So, anyways, that's how the story goes, and those are the facts that I did learn as an adult, and I am shocked that I weirdly knew all the facts as a child. And who told me that? Pretty hilarious stuff. Awful. It's so weird to like reflect on like what we thought something was as a kid. Yeah. And versus as an adult. Exactly. And and that's what even kind of drove this one because these two murders and we don't want to do murders normally. Um we're going to ha- do everything. Yeah. Happen next to each other like you said within 2 miles. Yeah. So these happened like super close to each other. Again, we're talking about Springfield, Oregon in the 80s. It's very small. Yeah. So, like, um, before I go further into this one, because it's very notorious, I want to give you a background of Springfield. Mm-hmm. And then also um, Sam and I will share our experiences as kids and, and what we knew about this mm-hmm. case. So, Springfield, Oregon is right next to Eugene. Eugene is a college town. U of O there, the Ducks, people might know of them. Um, it's always been that even when Springfield and Eugene started, Springfield's like the blue collar town. Uh, no, white collar. Blue. No, blue collar. Yeah, yeah, derp. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, white collar would be Eugene. And Springfield even had like no prohibition and like horrors and stuff. And anyways, it's just mm-hmm. like a little town. It's not like a big town. It's a mill town. It's a Springfield's mill town. a mill town, yeah. And it's not like a town, you know how people are like, this would never happen here. You hope these horrible, heinous things don't happen. But. But. Yeah. 
our town's like a small town in terms of we wouldn't like hospitals aren't prepared for shootings regularly yeah. or these type of activities that are so gruesome. Mm-hmm. So this case is the Diane Downs case. And Diane Downs! <laughs> and the reason why we wanted it to be our first case um, is, first off, it's a very sad thing anyways uh, when parents do this. But um, it was something that Sam and I knew about as kids. As a kid, and I don't want to be disrespectful to the victims in any way. Like, I know they lead a private life. However, yes. I knew that... My mom said, if you don't behave, we'll take you to Old Mohawk Road. Right. And growing up, it was kind of the same. Like, we were always told that she, like, did this on this boat ramp that was by our house, also right by Snake Hill. Yeah. Across the street from Snake Hill. So it all happened right here, which was only about a mile from where she actually did it, or two miles from where she actually did it. So we haven't even said what she did, but but it was this fear of Diane Dance. Yeah. We're going to take you there. And it was like, oh my God, don't take me to the boat ramp. Yeah. So, like, so Diane Downs has three children, and it was 1983, May of 1983, and she takes her kids um, to go to a friend's house and see horses. And it's in the evening, but then she's driving back around 9.30, 10 o'clock, and um, Old Mohawk Road is just four minutes, five minutes away from the next hospital in, in Springfield, so it's just right on the outskirts. Literally five minutes, we drove it today to see driving Slowly. the speed limit. Yeah. Yeah, what, what it would take us. And it took us about five minutes. To the hospital. But if you're, you know, if your kids have just been shot, you're going to drive like a maniac and it'll yeah. take you probably three minutes to get yeah. there. So what she did is um, she then said the shaggy haired stranger had shot her children. So she actually um, is known for sh- shooting all three of her children. Uh, they were nine. I'm sorry, eight, seven, and three. Christy, Cheryl, and Danny. And um, she shot them all and blamed it on a shaggy-haired stranger. And she shot them on Old Mohawk Road. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's the thing. That's why we would hear, like, you're going to go on Old Mohawk Road. And so that's what I knew as a kid. Yeah. Is, like, Old Mohawk Road. She was always, Road. like, this urban legend. Yes. But, like, it wasn't an urban legend at all. It was real. It was real. <laughs> And so, like, I knew about Old Mohawk Road and how she was, like, a bad mother. Mm-hmm. And then what I knew also was flashes of the movie with Farrah Fawcett. I don't remember the movie much. I just remember the book. I um, I think I saw the movie really early on, mm-hmm. but I don't, like, remember all of it. And I remember because she did the post office. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's, like, just, like, my... And, and so, again, Sam mentioned, like, the boat launch is literally right next to Snake Hill. Even though that's not where it happened with Diane Downs. But it's super close. So what's weird is that here's these crimes that happen right next to us. Mm -hmm. And we, like, have this childhood experience. We were born in 85. Mm -hmm. 85, 86. 86, yeah. And so this happened in 83. So it's even something that you still hear about. Yeah. And so, like, this Diane Downs was, like, a huge incident because it went, like, nationwide big time. And I don't remember, like, being told she was scandalous. I just knew she wasn't good, and it was, like, a big deal. Yeah. And so it was kind of interesting talking to my mom again about it Mm -hmm. and understanding, like, what their perspective was. Um, There's also some really good information out. Anne Rule wrote a book, uh, Small Sacrifices. Mm -hmm. And that's what the, like, made-for-TV movie is, which I could only find on YouTube. 
And Farrah Fawcett plays Diane Dale. Yes, yes. Um, and so anyways. Well, let's talk about what she did. Yeah. So she had moved from Arizona with her kids. Arizona, man. Yeah, and they went to Arizona. <laughs> Oregon and Arizona. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and she moved up here. Her parents were up here. And she, her and her husband had broken up. Yeah, but they weren't even like, it was like so on and off already. Yeah, she had her kids while in Arizona and then moved up here with them, but he did not move up here. I don't know. And it was, that was vague. But she got a job at the post office, but she was living in Springfield. Uh And her dad was like a postmaster too. And so, um. She had a lot of boyfriends, which we don't hate upon. Get yours, girl. But I don't like, eh, she wasn't, it wasn't good for her kids either. She was not a good mom. And so she had this boyfriend who she really liked in Arizona. I thought he was here. Nope. He was in Arizona before she moved and he was married. He was married and he was Robert. He didn't want kids. Mm -mm. He didn't want her kids, but he didn't like tell her to kill her kids. I think it was just a way to not be with her, Mm -hmm. but for her, it was more like, I should probably kill my kids. I need to get rid of my kids so I can be with this guy. Yeah. Because she's crazy. Yeah. She is crazy. She's even been diagnosed like narcissist and things like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. She's like a true psychopath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like my mom and even your mom said the big thing that they heard when this was coming out was how much she would talk to the police and how she loved to talk yes and how scandalous she was she loved to talk and she loved to flaunt what she got yes and my mom said that she she remembers distinctly that she was just kind of like a whore no offense to whores of course but um she definitely was like all about the dudes and looking Mm -hmm. which is great if you're not crazy and so they didn't so what happened is so she shot her children and it was horrible. In the backseat of her van. They were all just back there. Yeah, in her in car. car. And she just shot them all. And what she... And then shot herself in the arm to yeah. make it look like legit got... Like attacked. attacked. By someone else But if you story. knew this road, which we'll post it on our Instagram, there's no one out there to like carjack you. It's literally no. like a couple of houses and some farmland. There's no one like rolling around out there. No crazy haired person rolling around out there. No, and so they went... They... They saw their friend's horse and they came back mm-hmm. and it's like, again, 9 30, 10 o'clock in May. Mm-hmm. So it's dark. dark. You don't sightsee in the dark. No. So one of the things that's crazy is she said that her and the kids were, they were like the four musketeers and they would go sightsee and they just always had this good time together and really just played out like this make-believe relationship with her children mm-hmm. when she was just like abusive, horrible mom. And so... She, um, she shot them. And then what Sam and I can't believe is like when we drove this to the hospital, which is, I don't know how many miles. Couple miles. Five Five minutes. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And so if we were hauling ass because we were worried that a shaggy haired stranger shot our children. (laughs) Because our kids are dying in the backseat. Yeah. It would take us like no time. So she shot our kids, came to the hospital. I think they said it was like 45 minutes. Yes. They decided it was about 45 minutes later. And gave the story that the shaggy-haired man had attacked her. She saw him on the road and pulled over on Old Mohawk Road and stopped her car, turned it off, and had the keys in her hand. So this is, like, a lot of, like, 
details. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she had the keys in her hand, and he said, give me your car. And she said, no, I just bought it. I'm not going to give him the car. And so he then leans in and shoots all three of her children <laughs> multiple times. Yeah. So she says, oh, go get it, and pretends to throw the keys in the field. And then says somehow the gun's in the river next to it. Yeah. And that he shot her in the meantime. And then she really had the keys in her hand and turned it on and sped off fast enough where the door slammed. Yeah. And so this is the story she gives the cops. She's driving erratically. She's yeah. driving super fast to the hospital. But there was a witness. Yeah. So this is not true. This is not a thing about us trying to understand if she's guilty or not because... She She's drove less so than five guilty. miles per hour to the hospital. Yeah. So there was someone behind her mm-hmm. on Old Mohawk Road who was like, just thinking like, oh, are they okay? Because they're going slow. Yeah. Not knowing about the shooting or anything. And they finally passed her. And you have to purposely go nothing. You have to like, she was. We were even like just idling and going 20 miles an hour. And that was so slow. Yeah. And it was pretty brutal. I was like, Sandy, can we just go now? She was waiting for her kids to die. Yeah. So, of the three kids shot, one died. It was the middle. Cheryl. Cheryl, yeah. And she was dead on arrival. She was dead on arrival. And then the other two kids. And so what was crazy, like Mackenzie Willamette, it was like a normal night, not anything crazy. Mm -hmm. Like people probably go in for like a sore throat or, you know, stupid stuff like that. And they pull up to the ER. She pulls up and it's like, someone shot my kids. And so they all rush and get the kids out. And start working on them. Christy had like severe blood loss. They said that she had so much blood that was lost that the ones that they put in, she was almost like all new. Yeah, yeah. And she had a stroke from it. Yeah. And so they like called in specialists and things like that. Danny is her youngest and his um, wound paralyzed him from the waist down. Yes. And he was um, more stable than Christy. Mm -hmm. And so... What they were noticing, though, is the blood was already, I'm going to say this wrong, coagulated. Yes. Mm -hmm. and It had thickened and dried. And that is not normal, Mm -hmm. especially that distance, like, for that to happen. Yes. And that also causes issues when they're trying to, like... To fix them. Yeah, like, they were trying to do, like, clearing out the wounds Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. seeing where, like, um, like, blood in the, like, their lungs and things like that. So, anyways, that was, like, one of the biggest warnings for them and how she was even acting in the hospital Mm -hmm. she's really like and to all fairness when people say they're acting weird i feel like it's kind of like how do you know because it's kind of subjective like you never know how you're going to act until that happens to you so even though you could say i would never act like that you don't know yeah but the only reason i i could think they would know is they've seen traumatic situations so they probably have seen the gamut of like I don't know. Right. How people act. And so, and one of the first things she said was like, I hope my car is okay. I just got my car. Mm -hmm. Is there no bullets? I want to make sure I get my car back. Because the police wanted to investigate her car. Obvs. So, that is um, just kind of the gist of the story. Right. That's what happened. Yeah. There, and there's like so much more. Do you want to, do you want to like go into just a little bit of the court case? Yeah. Well, let's just talk about her she, first of all, she's a horrible mom. We so, in no way want to like glamorize her because she's horrible. No, but, it's but just she's crazy so interesting. Great. She's crazy interesting. She looks like a Springfield version of 
Amber Heard. Who's Amber Heard? <laughs> she was married to Johnny Depp. She's in the new um, Aquaman. <laughs> she's she's like the queen in Aquaman. I didn't. Oh yeah, the yeah. redhead. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So or cool. also also she looks like a Janelle from Teen Mom. <laughs> You're horrible. She does. But obviously in She had a blonde hair and a mullet. And yeah. people like even she had that cupcake haircut to Lady Diana, which yes. doesn't... No, she's gross. Like, bad um, comparison, people. So she, as I said before, was a promiscuous lady, mm-hmm. which is great. She oh, yeah. purposely hooked up with a guy, got like a new boyfriend, and purposely got pregnant before she got arrested. So she was pregnant during the trial. Yeah. She had the baby in jail. It was 10 days after she was found out, found guilty. Yes. So she hadn't even been sentenced? No, not yet. Um, which that woman has recently come out to tell her side of not knowing she was dying. Her name's Becky. Right. She ended her. up finding out because Miss Downs broke out of jail for the first time. And they're like, well, we should probably tell the babysitter what happened just in case this crazy woman comes. And the babysitter told her. Mm-hmm. So, so well, let's it back up her, a little. It took them nine months, right, to arrest her. Yes, after the yes. Yeah. So that's like a long time. So during that time, they were trying to figure it out because they... Where were her kids at this time? So they weren't in jail this whole time. They were in the hospital for a good amount. Okay. I don't know how long. And they had filed some kind of... Um, like protection? Yeah. Because the one daughter, they started to suspect her when... Yeah, they started to suspect Diane because of just all of this weirdness. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to call this ex, Robert, really bad before even a lot of other people. And so the, the, the cops knew something was mm-hmm. not okay. And so they, um, they had some kind of uh, protection thing. So the kids didn't end up with her during that time. Okay. Because they were trying to protect them. And so Christy, the oldest... Like, wasn't even talking for a while she, because she had a stroke, too. Right. So she was having to learn how to talk. And so they were doing a lot of, like, intense therapy for her. And during that time, they, I think, got a confession from Christy that her mom yes. shot them. Yeah. Yeah. She was able to tell them. And and the motive that they're saying is that, like you said earlier, the boyfriend didn't want kids. Yes. And she was just wanting to be loved. And I saw an interview with Diane Downs about when she got pregnant with Oprah. Oh. Yeah, from 88. And so she's, Oprah said, why did you get pregnant? And Diane Downs says, well, I just have so much love to give. I just want to give so much love and no. be loved. Yes. No. It was so bad. Diane. Like, so, like, therapists have diagnosed her with narcissism. Yes. And personal, like, some kind of, I don't even, I'm not by any means. Like, this is all. You're not a doctor? No. You're not a psychologist? Unlike our other friend who will be a doctor nurse. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, So, anyways, she would, like, attention seek for things. And you can even see that in her, like, just having this child yeah. during this crazy time. It was all about the attention from uh-huh. everybody. I mean, and you can see her like she's smiling mm-hmm. and she's just like living the life. It's like she's loving this time mm-hmm. while she's, she's on trial. It, yeah, and she's on trial. She's loving the attention. It's so crazy. I just oh. And here's the thing. So this is why we say we're not trying to prove her innocence or even trying to question it. Like, we believe that this is the truth. She shot her children because you would, first of all, never sightsee at night. 
You'd never stop on old Mohawk Road for some stranger. And if you did, you maybe would roll your window down and say, what's up? Oh my God, you would never stop to talk to a no. shaggy-haired stranger. No. Even, also, a lot of people in this area are shaggy-haired, so they're just like walking around. Well, and I've even heard things that people like make up. If they're making up something about like someone who didn't, they just say shaggy hair because it's very nondescript. Yes, yes. Um, so the reason why we say this is to this day... She maintains her innocence. Yes. She says she is innocent. She didn't do this. It was a shaggy-haired stranger. Right, she's come up for a parole a time yeah. or two. And they're like, nope. Nope. It was, like, recent. I think it was, like, 2008 and 2010. Mm-hmm. And then, like, so, yeah, she has the same story. You can even watch a video of it. Like, there's a lot of her on YouTube because she did so many interviews. Mm-hmm. And it was a huge thing because it just, like, Red nationwide mm-hmm. of like wh- what is it called again? I asked you what's the name when filicide, and that's when the um, the mom or the parent kills the children or one child, but like their kids, right? Pretty and there's much. a couple different kinds of filicide. There's like you kill them for money reasons, you kill them for boyfriend reasons, or you kill them because demonic spirits told you to. There's a couple. I think there's four different kinds. Um, of, like, definitions of the filicide. But I think hers was, you know, like, they she didn't want them in her life anymore because she wanted someone else in her I life. I can't imagine that. But I don't even have kids. At one point, she had also mentioned voices told her to do it. But then... But then, but she still maintains her innocence. So it's like, I don't yeah. really understand that. So, so that, like, it just, it was one of the biggest first cases of that where the, the parents... It was big, yeah. yeah. And then we follow with, like, Suzanne Smith, yes, Suzanne Smith, and Andrea Yates. Those yep. ones are real crazy. Recently, a couple years ago, in I want to say it was a Waldport or Newport, a woman threw her autistic child over a bridge because she couldn't deal with the kid anymore, and she said voices told her to there do it. There was two bridge ones, that one, and then the the other one with the uh, what's his name, James Franco and Jonah Hill did the movie. No idea. He, he was in Newport, and he had three children. Th- Packed them in a suitcase and threw them off the bridge and his wife, too. Oh, my God. So oh, yeah, that was a long time ago. No. That was, like, in the 90s or early oh, 2000s. that's a long time. I mean, I'm talking this happened, like, two years ago. <sighs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's horrible. First of all, <sighs> and Chris Chris Watts, the new... Oh, yeah, Chris Watts and his... Those the things Denver actually one. really disgust me more than anything well, else. yeah, because they're you're supposed to protect them, too. And they're out there too. pleading for your children to return. Yeah. Those ones are really the bad ones. I mean, they're all really bad. Like, I, I don't have children, but, like, I couldn't even imagine doing that to my pet. Like, and that's oh something God. that's not even near in right. terms of comparison of, like, the love and care and protection you're supposed to give. Yeah. And so it's horrible. I just don't really want to kill people. So, I mean, but that could be neither know, do I normal for yeah. us. Yeah, which you and I have talked. If 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 we're ever wrongly accused or just accused, I'll straight up tell you if I killed them. Right. And I'll be unapologetic because it'll be some kind it'll of be asshole. a reason. Yeah, I killed this person for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, hopefully, we have a good attorneys. So Diane Downs. Oh, okay. So sorry, to wrap Diane. it up. To wrap it up. She's horrible. Still in prison. Still maintains it, but she was in prison in Oregon State, and about, what, when was it? When it was she, in the early 90s was the first time she tried to, she escaped. No, it was 87. So it was right, oh, it was in the 80s. Right after. Yeah, so she escaped the Oregon prison, which is in Salem, it's an hour north of Springfield, and she scaled like an 18 foot wall, 
And um, they sent her to New Jersey and then to California again. Mm -hmm. So she's still in prison. In California now. I think so. Yeah. Good news. Her children um, were actually adopted by the prosecutor of the case. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, there was some real love and care, and they're, like, really under the radar. I don't know. I think they've changed their names. I, I don't. I they think have, they might be in the area still because he was right. the prosecutor. But um, the only one that has come out is recently the, is the adopted daughter, the youngest. The jail baby. The jail baby. And she <laughs> lives like She that. lives in Eastern Oregon and she recently came out and did some interviews. And, like on Oprah too. Yeah, she knows it now and it's pretty, pretty it's crazy. It's crazy, crazy to story. hear that. Yeah. So that's, I guess that's our comparison of what we... Two murder stories that we grew up being scared as fuck about. Yes. <laughs> and it like, I don't know why as children you like have this like crazy idea of what it really is. They're horrible. I just can't believe that we actually knew They're what horrible. happened as children. Like who told me these things? <laughs> the teenagers, Obviously I'm our sure. mom, be careful or you'll oh die and down. My come sister for you. said she remembers when the hard copy episode was on. She remembers my mom watching it and my mom was like, Get out of here, you can't watch this. <laughs> but I don't I mean I was too little, I wouldn't remember that. Well I um So if any people, and in my cul-de-sac, we had like six or seven of us that were all the same age. You did, yeah. You had so a lot of we kids. all played together, and that's how it got around so much. And but it's like, if any of you ever hear this, it was real. The story was real. Snake Hill. Yeah. Diane Downs is real. It's crazy. It happened in our backyard. People are crazy. So, so in hindsight, uh, don't kill your children, and don't be a horrible hoodlum teenager. Don't be a satanic teenager that kills people that kills people in the name of well you shouldn't even do that like no one's you know there's oh there's more i I left out a really hilarious part of this oh hilarious yeah so he horrible the reason they killed her is because they rolled the little rune stones and the the rune stones told them to kill her like i'm telling you these guys were excellent man they were something else and one of um, my boyfriend's coworkers knew one of the guys, and, no. ju- and he told me just the other day that he was going on about how crazy this guy is, was, is, and I said his name last night, and my boyfriend was like, oh, that's him? Oh my God, this other person was going on about how just weird that guy it. was. And I was like, oh yeah, that's him. That so I mean, so they're crazy. known in the area still, because they're not that much, I mean. That one is new to me. Yeah, they're, you know, they'd be in their early 50s, so... Oh, so it was even that much older than even when it happened. Yeah, because they were like 20 when I was two. Okay. Yeah. Oh, creepy. So creepy. So yeah, late 40s, early 50s. Gross. (laughs) Yeah. The snakes are the grossest. Well, I... That is the murder of Snake R.I.P. for the victims here. We really are trying to not romanticize anything. And again... I don't don't feel like we came off that way. I hope not. I hope not. Because I don't want anyone to ever feel like... You know, like, it's our opinion, and, and it's a podcast. So turn it off if you don't like it. <laughs> yeah, don't listen if you don't want to hear me talk. Uh, um, but if you do want to hear me talk, yes, you're welcome. And we're going to have um, some fun episodes coming up. We're thinking I think, spooky next. Yeah, spooky next. We have maybe a ghost story for next time, yeah. a couple of ghost stories for next time. Um and I think some other, just some craziness, but I think next time we'll do some ghost stories. Yeah, I'm looking forward to I that. know today's ghost story of the ghost of Snake Hill was pretty spooky, but... Maybe we could do a version <laughs> of the ghost of John. 
Yes. Okay. We get a round yeah. version of the ghost of John. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you all for joining us. Uh, we look forward to you joining us in the future and listening to Peculiar Northwest. That's Pack P A C U L I A R underscore and W at Twitter. And is that uh, our Instagram? Our Instagram. Is that our gram? I think that's I think our gram is the same. Hold on, let me check real quick. Sorry, I just made it today. Um, <laughs> our grams. Our gram is the same. P A C Euler underscore N W. That's our Instagram. Check it out. Euler. Bye. Bye.